Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where today we're talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from August the 20th, 1988. I am sitting here with Doc and Hard Body Hopper. This is, I guess, the Christmas episode. This one would drop on, what is that, December the 19th? So unless I drop the next episode early, this is the last episode before Christmas, so... Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate out there, we hope you have a great one. Doc, how are you today? Ho, 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 motherfucker. That's nice. You gonna get a bottle of Henny under the tree this year? Some Black and Miles? Definitely not Black and Miles, come on. Jodeci box set? That girl asshole. is poison. That that's Bell Biv DeVoe Hopper. That's, we'll that's close poison. enough. Never no, touch a big button not. smile. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I've got I've got all the Jody Jody CDs, so uh, I'm good there. You do? Yeah, why? yeah, of course. Why? Of course. <laughs> why why not? You get a- why don't you get Apple Music like a real person so you have all music all the time? Yeah, get fucking Spotify. I think my wife has that. I don't really listen to music though, so whatever. That's true. really yeah. He hates music. That's not true. I just don't listen to it ton. Every now and then I'll put um, uh, like Amazon Music on. You know that you get from Prime. Um, but yeah, that's bullshit. That's just yeah. like getting fucking pan like the free Pandora, free Spotify. But... You need to get app- Apple Music, dude. Even Tools on there now. I don't care, Doc. How are you? I said ho ho ho. What do you want? Okay. Merry Christmas! Hopper. Merry Christmas to you and yours, because uh, just so everybody knows, um, and Mike hates it when I do this. We're recording well in advance. It's sometime located in the month of December, uh, because awesome. we're planning to take, much like Corny admitted on the holiday uh, on his show not too long ago, we're taking the holidays off, pal. We deserve it. We're not taking it off. We're just pre-recording a bunch of stuff in advance. So I we're guess you could say it, taking that off. We're not taking yeah. it. We're, well, the shows will be out, but we will have already recorded them. And Doc's going to be floating his liver in Pilsners and Lagers for about two straight weeks. And IPAs too, right? No. Okay. You, you Hopper, know what's what up, came man? out today in, in, in 1980? What's that? Magna P.I. Wow. That was you almost, could, and you could float a battleship on all the pussy gush that came out of women around the country. Yeah, 
So that was 39 years ago today. I know, and, huh? And, and now that old man that made them all weep is trying to sell all those old biddies reverse mortgages on TV. Yeah, God, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? <laughs> God, why didn't he just you. drop his? Why didn't he drop his old britches and do the helicopter trip and go? Give me all your money. Yeah, it'd be more classy than a reverse mortgage. Jesus Christ, that's terrible. Yeah, taking taking advantage of old people. What the it fuck? is? And they get the oh, commercial like, now we can go out to the, we can go out and eat once a week. Great. The bank owns your house just so you can go to fucking Olive Garden once a week, Grandma. Enjoy those breadsticks, Vera. Yeah. Vera. Oh, boy. <laughs> God, that's nice. Okay, so, uh, Harper, anything else? How you doing, man? You getting ready for Wildcat on December 25th? Yeah. Big show. MVP yeah. going to be there. It, yep. MVP going to be there. Y'all still got all the gold over in the house of Harper? We got all the gold, bro. We're like BJ's Pawn Shop. Right. I think the people around the world have no clue what you're talking about when you say <laughs> BJ's Pawn Shop, just for the record. <laughs> I just got. I just wonder if all your boys are jizzing on belts like they do up in, up north in Connecticut. No, I keep all the belts just in case. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. You're, you're so you're jizzing on them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody do a DNA test on that Wildcat strap. Wait, Doc, you heard him? He said, oh, wait, wait, wait. He didn't say no. He just said, wait. <laughs> That's nice. Oh, don't get the blue light out and shining on those belts, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, like I said, this is Christmas. So, if you're listening to this um, on on or any time before two days before, I guess Christmas. Remember, you can use our Amazon referral link at tinyurl.com/bttamazon. So make sure you use that link. Christmas is here, uh, and then even after Christmas, use your Amazon yeah. gift cards on it. So tinyurl.com. If your cheap ass grandma slides you a ten dollar bill and you spend it on Amazon, we'll take a cut of that. Yeah. That's right. Tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. There you go. We'd appreciate it if you'd use it. And again, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all that good stuff. We hope you had a good one. Shout out to disrespectfully classy Marky Blassie, Kyle Riley, Mike Childry for your patronage each and every month. And I got a couple other shout outs as far as Patreon members go. New ones, uh, Michael Henry. Casey Douglas, Chris Keese, and Nathaniel Euston, uh, Uselton. I'm not sure if I'm saying it right. If I'm wrong, uh, Nathaniel, please forgive me and send me a DM. Also, one other thing, Doc, and I'll send you some to the Docaholic spotlights, but I want to give some menaceaholic spotlights if I can take your term and say I want to give a shout when, out to. When you're... Wait, 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 wait. Wouldn't it be like Menace Maniacs or Menace Mania? Yeah, don't don't try to culturally appropriate the my mani- stuff. The yeah. Menace Maniacs. Well, it's better than whatever it is you said trying to steal my shit. What the fuck? Right. <laughs> okay, so Menace Maniacs. Now, let me get to it. Bobby Murray, longtime BTT Hall of Fame Patreon member. He did the ultimate recently. He he had one of those old school magic eight balls, Hopper, you know, where you uh-huh. supposedly ask it a yeah. question, turn it upside down. He took that some buck to a show where Ricky and Robert were at, the Rock and Roll Express at an indie show. And he got Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson to sign his fucking eight ball. If that ain't the greatest thing of... <laughs> did they get it? 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure they got it. He got he got a short video of it, but uh-huh. they 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 it it's them signing the the fucking eight ball, and I don't that think anything gets. That's fantastic. <laughs> that is great. That is great. So I got to shout out Bobby Murray. Bobby, thank you for your support. And then Chris Zaha. I'm sorry I don't have the actual video and audio from it uh, from the recording from his kids at Thanksgiving, but. Uh, they were saying they were thankful for the BTT podcast and for having, and he had one of them, I'm sorry, say, book it, bitch. You won father yeah. of the decade with that one, pal. So that's congratulations, nice. Chris. God, that's not classy. Right. It's, that's very classy. was a girl. That doesn't mean anything. There's nothing wrong with a woman that curses. Have you uh, heard the things that come out of some of these women's mouth? Yeah. I've Bro, we got. Stuff that comes in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's fucked up. God, Hopper. What? Well, you know, we got hey. a couple. There, there, there's a handful of females in our Facebook no, group, and there are no. some raunchy broads. See? Bro, that's, bro, that's a fucking, what do you call it? Catfish shit. Nah, oh. that, we're going to call them the Queef Crew. That's nice. <laughs> what does that mean? The Queef Crew. That's fucked up. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't you know. know. You don't know what a queef is? Bro, I, I honestly got to know. while you twerk. What's the rest, Mike? <laughs> Not following, pal. You know, seen the rest of that. Come on. No, I'm not seeing Feel the that. words? No, no. That's no. what it is. The next verse. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's a pussy fart, dude. Right, see? <laughs> okay. Hey, that's nice. That's, that's if your if your little wiener had ever beat up a pussy enough to squeeze out a fart out of it, then maybe you'd know. But bro, one yeah. of these broads posted a, a freaking meme of this toy from a sex shop, and it's like this. Damn, you put a freaking um, like you put a dildo on a freaking drill bit thing, and you. <laughs> And the dude responds, and he's like, "How am I supposed to please y'all, man? Y'all, y'all pulling out things that I can't compete with. I know how yeah, y'all it. pulling out fucking Dewalt power tools and shit. Right, right. And it was a broad that posted it. I was like, "Holy shit! Why? Where's this from?" But and now, of course, I'm trying to scroll and find it, and I can't because I'd love to send it to Doc because I know he'd get a kick out of it. Yeah, but, but anyway, that, but that that Dewalt that Dewalt doesn't pay for all the Target bills, so I'm still good. Yeah, Hubbard, did you see the that the, the video of those two moose that I posted that were fighting and the dude yeah. going crazy? <laughs> yes, yeah, all right, that. all right, okay. Um, Doc, Docaholics, what you got? And then we'll get into the main show. Well, we're gonna get to the Christmas edition. Um, I'm gonna go back old school again and give it to a couple of old school old fools for Christmas, uh, guys that that don't do that aren't spot monkeys when it comes to this shit, but they do. Um, let's see. They just do good work. Every week they're out there repping the show. So I'm going to say Mullet of Morton. Consistently talking about going to a shitty job, and uh, but that we bring rays of sunshine into his life. And also uh, the Fritz, the Fritz man, Fritz von Mulkey. I saw a thing today. He said he's getting tired of, he's getting worn out on wrestling podcasts. I can tell you why that is, because I'm in the same boat. So we appreciate all of you fighting through this time of year. But we have so many football fans. 
And football's taking up a lot of our brain space right now because it's get good for some and it's sad for others. Yeah, I know, huh? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> it's it's I've been listening to more sports talk radio and then I get depressed, so I'm listening to more music to try to get me out of it. And, you know, once football's over, we all start watching a little bit more wrestling and a little bit less football. You'll be back into the, the wrestling podcast. Trust me, pal. But you're out there every week. You identify me as the right rightful superstar of the show. Uh, Harper is a minor star, and uh, Mike is just here. So, yeah, Fritz and Mullet get the uh, get the award this week. All right. Mike's just, Mike's just here so we can say that we're fucking diversified. He's, uh, are you calling him a token? Um, yeah. Oh, quotas? Mm-hmm. Meet our quota. <laughs> the baldies. What the fuck? What the fuck? All right. Are you done? Are you finished, Doc? Uh, it's August 20th on this episode we're about to do. And all I could think about was, why aren't the Braves playing? Because <laughs> it's an hour and 26 minutes. <laughs> I, I was like... Did we lose a war? What's going on here? <laughs> are we at are we at war? And <laughs> oh man, okay. Well, let's get into it again. Uh, it is like Doc said. It is the August twentieth episode, nineteen eighty eight. The show opens up with Sullivan and Alperez attacking Brad Armstrong. They're trying to murder him with a chain around his neck. We then head to the studio with Tony, Jr., and David. And David teases a strange alliance with Sullivan and Gary Hart. That's kind of what he says. Uh, so I'll keep going. Al Perez in the first match then defeats Jerry Price. Doc, anything from that? Or Hopper? No. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Let me pull up my notes, bruh. Who were we at on this first match? Al Perez and Jerry Price. If you're looking at my screen. Jerry Price was wearing yoga britches, dude. This match went way too fucking long. Way too long, and his pants were way too weird. Man, it went forever. God damn. Well, it didn't Ooh. go forever. We're at 626, so... That's that's long enough, okay? Oh, okay. All right. Gary Hart's got, Gary Hart's got some things to say, though, about it, though. He sure does. So let's go to Gary Hart here, who is still stuck on insulting Dusty's sister. Here it is. Look at that shirt All right. tie. Question. All right. Al Perez, a very graceful wrestler. He's out there. He's got that spinning toehold. But is he mean enough, all right? I mean downright nasty to go up against somebody like Dusty Rhodes. You know, Dusty Rhodes is no he's – not, he's not a graceful wrestler. He'll just go out there and no. fight you, all right? Dusty Rhodes is a mean, nasty, right. ringy, right. ugly human being. To get in the ring and wrestle Dusty Rhodes, the only way I could equate that to – would the beat get on like a 15, 1,600-pound Brahma bull, All right. and when he throws you off, he tries to stomp the life out of you. But you see, there is one thing that a lot of people don't take into consideration when you talk about Dusty Rhodes and when you talk about Al Perez. Al Perez is a young lion. Dusty Rhodes is a seasoned veteran with numerous injuries that's taken place over the years. The only thing that we have to do, I say we, only thing Al has to do is to find a particular area on his anatomy that is not 100%. Now, you figure if Al Perez would lift Dusty Rhodes 280, 300 pounds, according to what he had for breakfast, up in the air and spin him 
and let him light. He wouldn't light very light either, probably break the ring. And then lock that figure four on and cinch it up real tight. Knowing Dusty Rhodes, he's not the kind of guy that's going to let his shoulders be pinned to relieve the pain. Dusty Rhodes is not the type of guy that is going to submit. So there's only one alternative, isn't there? The leg must go. You see, if you put on the spinning toe hold and you lock it in real tight, there's only three things that can happen. Number one, you arch your back to relieve the pain and you get the one, two, three. The other option is you submit. The other option is the leg, maybe not the leg, but surely the cartilage, the tendon, something's gonna go. But before the year is over, we, meaning myself, J.J. Dillon, and Kevin Sullivan, and a few other people are gonna see to it that Dusty Rhodes here in the wrestling business is gonna be ended. I've insulted your fat, ugly sister. I've insulted your mama. I could talk about your daddy beating two men to death with his bare hands and you had to move. The man actually had to move from Austin, Texas and move to Allen, Texas. He can't even get in there. I don't know what else I gotta do, Dusty. Maybe I gotta slap that ugly wife of yours. Maybe that's what I gotta do. I don't know. I've insulted your mama, your daddy, your sister. I didn't insult the sister because I'm just telling the truth about that woman. I don't know what more I have to do to make you sign a contract with Al Perez. Maybe the situation is you lost your guts. You didn't lose your belly, but you lost your guts. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard Gary Hart say we. He's talking about J.J. Dillon, Kevin Sullivan, and himself against Dusty Rhodes. It's going to take all of them. Listen, more action to come with the Fantastics right after these messages. Well, he kind of went off there, Doc. What do you have from it? I, he did, but I like the point that he made about when he he starts poking out injuries and he hits him in that figure four. He, he's only got two choices and neither one of them are good. Hopper, what you got? They must be like close friends for him to fucking dig into him like that. Well, they got history back yeah. in Florida. Florida. Oh. Look at that, boy. Tommy Rogers better check his wallet, man. Oh, no. Look what, at is that? That, what does that mean? Hopper, oh, come on. That's oh, fucked up, man. Bro, it's crazy. Look at that. Man. He's like, where's my wallet at? <laughs> <laughs> they, they were following oh, him. On. They were following him. That is not That's fucked guy. up, Mike. That you said it, asshole. Don't blame me. Mike, keep your people away from the wrestlers. Yes. Dude, look at, they are trying to fight to the ring, and these kids are not letting them get there. And Bobby Fulton says, screw it, I'm getting up on the ring. It, right was, it was like somebody's <laughs> 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 I can say that. <laughs> That's fucked up. You're going to get fired now. I quit. No, Mike, yeah, Mike's going to have to fucking post up now. You're going to post a backfill wreck? Yeah. For my so, position? So, Doc. I mean, Hopper, uh, anything else from the pro? I I, I agree. I'm, I'm guessing Dusty's not getting too mad at him here. But anything else? Because he went off on Dusty. Did I lose Hopper? I don't uh, know. Uh -uh. No, there, there I need you to go back to the beginning of this match a little bit to get a look at Jim Boss standing there. 
Brother, he he looks good. What is going on here? Look at this guy when they hit the ring. Before that, I think. Let's see. What I think. Let's see. Hold on. That guy has an amazing look he's throwing down in the ring. Ball brawls coming up. Let's see. Look at this guy in the ring, dude. He's got a shiny robe. He's he, yeah, he's got his name on his ass. Yeah. And from far out he's looking like a little Magnum T egg type action. That's uh, what I was thinking. Why is he got is the boss thing maybe he's from Jersey with the Springsteen? Maybe. I had a note that said he was a big son of a bitch. Because yeah. he really is. I he mean, looks he, good. Yeah, he does. And he had he came out with a robe. Right. His it's, name's it, Jim it's Boss. Something. I mean, he he yeah he's, well, Google he's... Him. yeah Doc Google him. Oh, okay. Google him, Doc. All right, y'all y'all cover for me. Okay. Okay, sure. Uh, Hopper, while he's doing that, well, do no, wait a minute. Who's his, who's Jim Boss's tag team partner? The Menace, except it's not me. That's you. But it's also a white guy, and the Menace used to be black, didn't he? Okay, Doc. <laughs> no, I'm serious. So. This guy he does have a good build, man. He's got a. Oh yeah. He's, he's not some just some schlub looking jabroni like we usually see. He's on. Uh, yeah, I just Google him. He's they got videos on versus like Van Hammer and Rick Steiner and and El Gante. But they nothing ever came of him. Like no, you know what I mean. Like name wise, right? Yeah. He does have a little bit of a Magnum look, though. I, now that I'm looking at it more closely, he damn, does. Damn, yeah, the, he the, does, huh? With, with the, the mustache. You fucking idiot. Yeah. He took that. He, he took. Hey, look, look, yeah. look, 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 look. He steps on, on his hand. He just like, nah, bro. He no-sold it. He, right. This, this, <laughs> this guy was very, very new here. He certainly was. Um, yeah, the Fantastics defeat the Menace and Jim Boss right there. Uh, Hopper, I'm any other thoughts? I'm serious. Didn't the Menace used to be a, a dark, darker-skinned fella? The Fantastics defeat the Menace and Jim Boss. Doc, any other thoughts on this match? I'm pretty sure that you should stop no-selling me because if a wrestler changed skin color, we ought to talk about it at least. All right, so Lex Luger's promo is up next. I hate you so much. (laughs) And Lex Luger cuts a meat and potatoes promo, but it wasn't bad. Doc, did you have anything from it? I wasn't going to play it. Uh, Luger cut a uh, meat and potatoes promo, yeah. and it wasn't too bad. Yeah, that's what I had. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hopper, you too? Yeah. yeah. The Russian assassin. Hold on. I got to get I gotta get to this, this point in this match. Um, JR says something kind of funny. But anyway, the Russian assassin defeats Robbie Allman. Russian assassin comes out to some nice, like, Russian communist music, and JR calls it toe-tapping type of stuff. Mm. Which is that like I the Nazi like, shit? What? Uh, fucking toe tapping. When he used to do the goose stepping. Doc, you're the intelligent one out of the two of us. Why don't you answer that? I don't know what he. God, does. those strikes look so bad. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Watch it again. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh my God. Look! 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 God. That's awful. That's awful, bro. If there's a 50% chance I could throw a better working punch than that. Yeah, like legit. See, it's disappointing because this is this is not like Pietrov out there. I mean, this is actually an established talent that's just under a mask. 
It's not like they took Pietrov. Pietrov couldn't do shit, is what I'm saying, back in the day. So, anyway. Uh, Doc, any thoughts on this match? No. Yeah, no. I agree. This is... Even worse. Yeah. The... Dude, but I did think... I did pop when... Uh... <clears throat> Hold on a second there. went up. Paul basically just said that his powers of pain did not want to climb the scaffold. Um, and I think it, it, I, the one thing I have is how is he? It, it's the powers of pain. They're in WWE right at this time, right? I would believe that's the correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, how is he still saying powers of pain here when they moved on? Were they the powers of pain over there? I didn't watch that shit over there. I'm not a traitor. <laughs> I support Southern wrestling. I mean, it wasn't trademarked, Harper. So, I mean. If it, if it was their name here, they could he could still reference them. I would think. I mean, I'm not I'm not no Stephen. I mean, P. theoretically, Newman, couldn't couldn't Dusty come out and say Hulk Hogan's a big piece of shit? Yeah, I mean, it's freedom of speech. It's not like he's uh, he's not <laughs> calling another wrestler Hulk Hogan. He's saying that dude over there, I'm gonna whoop his ass, right? I, yeah. yeah, I would guess. Um. They were the powers of pain here. What did they call them in WWF, Hopper? The powers of pain. That's what I thought. I said, I'm, I'm only that's asking what I'm that saying. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Doc didn't watch it, as he said. He didn't watch that shit. He was, he was loyal Bro, to Southern wrestling. Let me, let, me t- let me tell you something here. Brad. Go ahead. Let's tell us. Go ahead. The, there's two rounds, different rounds of WWF I watched prior to Raw coming on the air. In the mid-80s, I would watch jobber matches on whatever main event or whatever they called, not main event, whatever they called the superstars. Superstars. Yeah. At my grandparents' house when I got to go over there and they had, I would have watched any wrestling. I think we all watched that. Iron Mike Sharp was on every episode. Losing. Yeah. And then um, the other was Saturday Night Main Event on NBC. That's all I saw. That's all I saw, too. And I didn't give two shits about them. All right. You know you know why? Because you're brand loyal to Southern Wrestling. I am brand loyal to Southern Wrestling. That's, that's true. But that shit was hokey horse shit even when I was a kid. Okay, Cornette. Yeah. <laughs> well... Oh boy! All right. Any other? Well, let me mention one thing. Paul Jones does. He claims a little ownership of his own failures, and he tells us that Ivan has been given time off uh, by him because of Ivan's failures. And then Jones kind of rambles on at that point. But anyway, I don't have anything else from it, so we will keep going. Ricky Morton defeats. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Slow down. I got a question. Uh Hmm. The sale of the company is going to end Paul Jones's time there, won't it? I think he's uh, as a manager, but then he's. I mean, don't they keep him around as a uh, as an agent? Well, if he's not in front of the camera, what do I care? You asked the question if he was employed. You didn't ask if he was not in front of the camera or not, asshole. Oh well, thanks. There you Harper. go, Hopper. I'm just saying. Yeah, you know. He asks a question and you give him an answer and he starts then giving it qualifiers. But you knew what I meant, you cocksucker. That's some broad logic stuff if I ever seen it. For we real. Need to, we need, next week we need to get our New Year's resolutions out. Oh my 
my god! I think he stays around for a, a little bit during WCW, not too long. Okay, Doc, as a manager, got, Doc, you got that meme I sent you? What me? Oh no, not it's a, a power meme. drill, Dick. <laughs> That's nice, man. Why are you saying, dude? I got. What about what if my wife picks that up? Because why is your friend sending you? Fucking- oh, brother, I don't want to hear it. Harper didn't send you stuff ten times worse. That what? got me. In, that got me in trouble too. You sent us that <laughs> naked yeah, picture. Right. Of the squ- you sent us the naked picture of the squirter <laughs> with the head. Ch- <laughs> the head chopped off. Well, she was, welcome to she my was, life. And she was butt ass, one hundred percent naked with that fuzzy muff, and <laughs> and I'm like, dude. I'm sorry. I mean, thanks it's a and gift all. Gift and a curse. Busting, you know, uh, baby got baby dolls guts out. God, dude, I saw her at fucking WrestleCade. That's the first thing that popped into my fucking mind. You saw <laughs> yeah. that broad? Yeah, she was there. No, I mean the broad. You were you? No, no, fucking baby doll. Oh, okay. <laughs> Goddamn you're, you're, pal pronouns. No, I knew exactly what he meant. You're the dumb one here. Jesus. So you saw Baby Doll. That's the first thing that popped into your mind. Yeah, that, that's fucked up, huh? <laughs> yeah, it is. Hey, do you think you could get a hold of the squirter if you needed to? I think I deleted her phone number oh. from my phone. Yeah, you nice. still are you still are you still seeing the broad that knows that football's a work? Yeah. Uh huh. All right. I'm, I, I'm not before him. I think he. I, hope, gotta, I hope. I hope he keeps well, this one around. Well, that's yeah. Good, she right? goes. Uh, I was telling her about we. I was with her last night, and, and we had the, uh, you know, like the worst places that we took a shit at. And I told her like we, we did this on a podcast. She's like, well, man, you should have had fucking me on there because, but she was telling me some shit, bro, <laughs> of the worst places she took a shit at, and I was like, holy shit. I've never heard of anyone doing what she told me she did. Okay, Hopper, here's what we're going to do. The next time you're ready to do that, we're going to put your cell phone on speakerphone, and we're going to get Miss Little Thing to, to tell us this story <laughs> for a Patreon episode. Uh, all right. Yeah, buddy. Man. Okay. So how long, how long have y'all been seeing each other now? Uh, just a few weeks. So, well, how much are you going to spend for Christmas? Oh, not much of any. I, I don't know. I mean, mm. he's gonna he's gonna give us something that doesn't cost him too much money. Yeah, bro. The thing is, it, it I know what makes her tick because I've been knowing mm. her fucking forever, and, and so uh, the fucking usual shit. I mean, you know. Doesn't make her tick, and I can tell you, I got something made for her personally. That's gonna, she's gonna lose her fucking mind when she mm. sees this. Is mm. it a wooden dildo made out of your dick? That's nice. <laughs> she mm. got a splinter in her pussy. It's the think green dildo. Okay, Mike, you going all out this year for Sasha? Are you going out all out this year for Lafonda? Uh, we bought a. We bought this month a trip to uh, a seven day trip to Mexico to an all inclusive resort. So yeah, I am. That's good. Okay, so we're doing something similar, coming? although not the same. 
dude, we got a whole crew coming and but we got other family members coming too, and our kids uh, will want to hang out with them. So I'm gonna be doing my own gut busting out in the Ask me country. if I got yeah. a goddamn invite, Hopper. <laughs> no. You're not a family. Of course. Of course. I, and I didn't want to get my party stopped at the at the international at customs. Bite me, bitch. Okay. Hey, Doc, you're going to be blown up in about an hour, so do you want to keep this show going? Well, I just want to know, um, what did you, what did you, what did you get old Sasha there? No, I don't have to talk about that. Okay. Well, there's Ricky Morton. I thought Ricky <laughs> Morton was, I thought Ricky Morton was good here on this promo. I did too. So let's go to Ricky Morton. Here he is. Ricky Morton, Rock and Roll Express. Welcome this man. Singles, you're fantastic. You could be, you know, you could be World Heavyweight Champion. Well, thank you, Dad. I appreciate it very much. You know, the past four years, all I concentrated on was the World Tag Team Belts. But you see, Ric Flair, I haven't forgot anything, brother, about what you did to me a long time ago. When you smashed my nose, when you messed my face all up. You see, I had a lot of time off, a lot of time to think about things that I wanted in life. And one thing is to you, Ric Flair, you see, you walking around here talking about your custom-made clothes. But they're mine are made by Lou Seals in Nashville, Tennessee. And I tell you what it's all about, brother. I give you the, the walk of life. And that wasn't me. Okay. What's that, dude? This network, like three times when, when I was watching this, it, it totally just like, it fucking went off air. Mm-hmm. That's what it does. That's exactly what it does. Let's try this again. They're going to tell, tell Wall Street that that shit has extended capabilities and they'll eat that shit up. Mm-hmm. Let's try this again. Four years, all I concentrated on was the World Tag Team Belts. But you see, Ric Flair, I haven't forgot anything, brother, about what you did to me a long time ago. When you smashed my nose, when you messed my face all up. You see, I had a lot of time off, a lot of time to think about things that I wanted in life. And one thing is to you, Ric Flair, you see, you walk around here talking about your custom-made clothes. But they're mine, are made by Lou Seals in Nashville, Tennessee. And I tell you what it's all about, brother. I give you the, the walk of life. You say to beat the man, to, to be the man, you have to beat the man. You know what that is to me? That's bull crap, baby. Because I am the guy that's went to live with you many times. Not just one time, Ric Flair. I'm talking about several times. Yes, sir. That's what it's all about. The world heavyweight champion of the world. NWA, National Wrestling Alliance. My hand is off to you, Ric Flair, because, brother, you held it. Many times, you've been there, brother, on the top for a long time. I gotta say, you are the toughest wrestler in professional wrestling today. But time's gotta end because Rick Morton don't forget nothing. I'm still here, Rock and Roll Express will always live forever, baby. You remember that because Rock and Roll is forever. It's like solid gold, and you remember it. Another thing, dude, I like to say one thing. I like to say hi to all these guys out here from Florence from the Boys Club, brother, because Rock and Roll stands behind you. Keep the good work up. Woo! All right, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, he, Morton was good there, Doc. What do you have? He got he got upset that those little brothers over there were so happy about the Fantastics. He tried to give them a shout out so that he could get their love, steal it. Okay, what do you have from the promo? Uh, well, here's the real problem. His hair looks ridiculous now because he cut the top into that fucking spiky ball chia pet look instead oh, that's of being wrong. yeah, instead of being a long haired dirtbag that wants to like listen to fucking Van Halen and bang ass. Have you seen it, like, within the last two weeks? It's the exact same cut now that it was in this moment in 1988. Yeah. Imagine that being your thing, and now you're stuck with it through time and space. 
<laughs> it's pretty amazing to be honest that it, it's I mean, and i'm not kidding i'm not exaggerating what you're talking about right now is exactly how it looks in a picture i just saw from like two weeks ago from him the shape he's got it cut into makes him look five years older than he really is there of course well i guess it doesn't matter when you're rock and roll express you can still get them young girlies no matter what that's nice well, Will it never explain what happened to Gibson? But he's Is talking he about rock and. But he's talking about the Rock and Roll Express. He's talking about Ric Flair. He's talking about Nikita. I don't remember, and somebody sent me a note about it, but I and I can't remember what they said. But I freaking swear I thought Gibson was hurt at this moment. Too many somas, huh? Well, the one he just say that he's injured. No man. I mean, it's it's it's. It's, you know, part of it. People get hurt doing this. It's That's physical. true. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe it was something else. I don't know. I, I'm, I, but, I don't know. Yeah, I ought to say he's down at the clinic trying to clean up that fucking ooze that's sliding out the end of his dick. Whoa, what are you talking about? <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> Maybe he said uh, Lynn Crafter's getting his eye fixed. Come on! <laughs> Lynn's Crafter's. <laughs> He's, he said, Texas State Optical, dude, having, having his issues rearranged with his eye. Yeah, that's nice, Hopper. Come on. Anything from the promo, Hopper, besides you making fun of poor Robert Gibson? Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't bad. No, I but thought it was I, I, I'm still waiting to find out, you know, where's Gibson and why is Nikita with him? And no one is kind of bringing that up. That was yeah. just like an audible on that one day when Nikita was with him. Man, so we're here to Kendall Williams, Kendall Wyndham, and uh, the Italian Stallion, and the two guys they're fighting look like ten pounds of shit. That's nice. Look at these two guys: Don Valentine and Keith Steinborn. We've seen Steinborn a bunch of times. Oh yeah, Valentine. Yeah, guy. he's got that soccer mom look. Look the at bitch. this asshole. <laughs> he, he Kendall Wyndham went from the lockup to an arm drag, and that dude crumbled over. <laughs> Holy fuck, Hopper! Look at that shit. Look at it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> at least it got over. I mean, that's how you got to look at it. Barely if Kendall Wyndham doesn't yank him. <laughs> uh, Man, you know, they, they used to say that they could get three stars or four stars out of a broom, but there's some Saturday nights where these guys are out there working with brooms, man. Yeah. Dude, they're worse than working with brooms. They're working with a twig off of a fucking tree, man. I mean, this is this guy's clueless with this singlet. He is just clueless. That that's the stinky guy again. I think that's the the stinky guy that Midnight Express worked with that time, and they didn't want to touch him. I think that's him. I don't know. It I don't looks know, but just I... like him with that stupid looking singlet. Look at this guy. He's god. Damn, well, this he's... guy was on here last week, and we talked about yeah. how he looked like an old woman. He but, does. He looks like like he should have a, the, the fucking cigarette hanging out of his mouth, driving the fucking station wagon, hating life. Sylvia, the, who, Sylvia, who liked, you know, what, what would she have liked? Pat Benatar? Right. And she's got, like, fucking Hot Wheels and French fries shoved uh, between the fucking seats and the kids in the back screaming. I was wondering where you were going to shove those. <laughs> 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 I got I, I got nervous at first. <laughs> okay. Bro, my wife one time just downloaded oh. one of our episodes and was listening to us riff oh. and talk about some bullshit. And she was like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? 
Grow up, like Oprah always says. <laughs> All right, so let's let's play that out. If you got if you put down the headset and quit the show right now and walked out there, what is she doing that's so fucking grown up? She 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 literally said because the kids were uh, finishing doing their homework. She's in, she's in the room and she's like, I think I'm gonna read a book. I was like, Yeah, you do that. <laughs> That's some fucking no. nerdy nerdy shit. She, <laughs> you you go out there and catch her watching some reality show or some HGTV and getting work like a mark. Yeah, she watched those fucking Christmas specials. Oh my god, the Hallmark Channel shit when, when fucking Becky comes home to to. to to get married in her hometown and then she falls in love with the guy she went to high school with but she don't know what to do because Stephen is a great guy and he's and he's real financial and stable but you know she the old flame from her her old boyfriend starts up and from in a in a high school and she don't know what to do Walk, so she got, rinse and repeat so she yes. drank she drank too much white zinfandel and sucked off her ex in a fucking manger nativity scene. Behind the nativity. Come on, man. She had too many white claws like that video yeah. that broad I sent you of Hopper on Live PD. <laughs> broad that passed out. <laughs> and the cop was like, she was, her friend was like, what was she drinking? And the, the chick goes, white claw. And the cop goes, what's a white claw? And she goes, you know, those, those, those seltzer drinks. He goes, seltzer drink? What is that? <laughs> she had too many white claws, and she sucked off her old man. And yeah, she's back you. there sucking. She's back there sucking off her ex. And she's like, "Stop looking at me, baby Jesus." <laughs> but yes, uh, the, the the day after Thanksgiving and like the Saturday after that, she was like binging Christmas movies on Hallmark Channel. You got fuck it. that shit. Right. Every one of them is the same thing. It's yeah. the same story every time. It's it's on over here too, man. Yeah, Fuck I that. Okay, so go ahead, Hopper. What were you about to say before I go to this next segment? I saw a fucking uh, Meadow on fucking one of those from oh the Sopranos. God. I'm like, bro, how f- you were on the fucking Sopranos and now you're doing this fucking shit? Mm, gotta pay Fuck. the bills. Got yeah. them gimmick- She's got them gimmicks coming in the mail. All right, yeah. Austin. <laughs> hey, Let's before get- you play this next promo, man, how great? How who was thinking about things when you saw the shirt that Sullivan's wearing? What is it? I it's think it's a Singapore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I I gotcha. All right. Um, can we talk about that after we play it? Yeah. Let's, let's play it, dude. I'm ready. Right. Let's hear from Rotunda and Sullivan. The Varsity Club. Kevin Sullivan, the world television champion. Mike Rotundo, the Florida heavyweight champion. Rick Steiner, he's, I guess he's back getting ready for his match. Steiner's back there where he ought to be, hanging out in the back in a doghouse. Shut your mouth. You know, these people really perturb me. The ignorance of some people in the United States is very obvious. But to a graduate from Syracuse University like myself, David, I don't let it bother me because I'm so much smarter than they are. But what we're here for is to talk about my defending the bash. See what I mean? They're very rude. You know what I mean? They get to you, though, don't they? It, well, it gets just a little. Yeah, it makes you forget what you're going to talk about. No, gonna I'm going to talk about. about the belt because everybody said they were going to take it away. I still have it after the bashes. I'm going to keep it as long as I want. You can count on that, David. You know something? I don't give a damn if you don't want to hear it because I'm going to tell you all about it. I hear people out here 
talking like the four horsemen. They don't like the Midnight Express. I hear people like Lex Luger taking his shirt off, but I don't see anybody getting down and hurting people. Well, I'll tell you what, Dusty Rhodes, we have all joined together for one common source. And the source is this. We know that you are going to the Hall of Fame. We know that the time is drawing near. We know that it's time for the last roundup, Dusty Rhodes. And the roundup is this. We have decided that you are going to make it to the Hall of Fame on a stretcher. Because, Dusty Rhodes, there's Gary Hart after you. There's James J. Dillon. And I'll tell you what, people in Florida and people in Texas know this. Dusty Rhodes, I don't care if it's in a bar. I'm real good at jumping people from the back. Ask the champ what I did in Vegas. I'm real good at meeting you in the back seat of a parking lot. So Dusty Rhodes, if they don't want to hear it, I've told it to them before. I haven't told a lie yet. Your head belongs to us. That's right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the Varsity Club. All right, Doc, what do you think about Rotunda and Sullivan right there? He muted himself. Harper, what about you? He's, uh, I mean, he is being truthful. None of y'all are hurting, hurting people. We're here to hurt bitches. Bruh, it's that girl again. Oh, hold on. Let me go back. Uh, I thought it was a solid promo. I liked Rotunda yeah. saying that he's, uh, says that Steiner is in the back hanging out with the dogs. Look at that dude. She wears the same outfit. Papa, don't preach. Yeah, that's really, huh? That's exactly what that looks like, Doc. I'm in love with him, Papa. Don't preach. I had a Sing run in there. Um, so, uh, Kevin Sullivan. Okay, first of all, leave that, leave that right there. Okay. Kevin Sullivan was awesome there. He's like, he shut up the people. He told him to shut up. He said he's going to hurt some folks. I thought he was great. Yeah. And I like the fact that him and Gary Hart are together because that's sadistic. Okay, here's the question, Harper. Oh. Uh. She's a little meaty there. Uh, that's great. So that you like that? That's Fuck not. Yeah. That's gonna work for you. That'll work perfect for me, bro. I'll okay. take some beef, bro. Okay, Mike. I mean, she's big and blonde, so that shouldn't turn you off. No, I don't. I don't. No, she ain't my speed, bro. That okay. what, what's that supposed to mean? Right. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm just. I mean, I'm not. Oh, look, God, okay, yeah. you, you're asking mm-hmm. if I if I definitely. Legs. Yeah, those are big. Um, let I'll me ask take you. That. Let me ask you this. Um, what's her name, Harper? Oh, God. <laughs> oh. It, I, I'm going with Stephanie. Stephanie? What about Barb? <laughs> I, no, that's too old. I was thinking okay. Brittany with an I at the end. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe Nikki with maybe. an I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a Nikki. That's and she drives a Chevy Citation. Okay, so, okay. Hatchback. How, how, how old is she there? Oh god, that's a good fucking. It, it's 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 hard to judge people's ages back then. I, I would. You think she's college age? I think that's she's true. in her early twenties. Yeah. Okay, so if we're gonna, See, go she's on not. That. I don't think. I don't think she's underage. Let me say that she's definitely. Right. Okay. She's yeah. definitely not a teenager. Okay. That, that's an important 
hurdle for us to clear for what's yeah, about yeah. to happen. Yeah, yeah, I want to make sure what's we, about to happen we, next. I want to make sure we say she's of legal age, that's for sure. Allegedly. allegedly. Okay, um, right. Now, what percentage of the locker room would take a turn on that? None. Mm. That's that's the wrong answer. Mike? Oh, you, you mean like that would hit that? Yes. All of them. I thought you meant like turn, like they would like, you know, turn their nose up to it. No, no. yeah. Hey. God, they would all take a stab at that. Bro, they yes. were looking out from the curtain in the back and doing this. What's you know, part all this? <laughs> Woo! Okay. <laughs> That's because, what I mean, they fucking were doing. We do that. We're like, bro, look at that one right there. <laughs> I'm, right there. I'm convinced that that's the only way most Major League Baseball players get to a 162-game season. I mean, you saw Bull Durham. Yeah. yeah. I, that's a real story. That's actually pro wrestling disguised as baseball. But, yeah, she was a rat, and that's how it worked. Okay. Pretty sure. Basketball players, too, Doc. Those those forty one games on a road add up, but pal. That's true. All right, what else you got from what's her name, Nikki? Brittany. Brittany, okay, Brittany. Anything else? All the only thing I else I know about Brittany is that her father is certainly not those. That's daddy issues right there. To dress like that on the front row of wrestling in nineteen eighty eight means and 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 every fucking Saturday. And that's Saturday morning. Oh, oh, yeah. What kind of job does her dad have? Her dad, oh, he's on fucking disability. No, 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 no. Not like this isn't the Smoky Mountains. Come on. Oh, uh, okay. He's this is Atlanta, so I mean, okay. He's probably he works at a Firestone. Now I don't Ooh. know what fucking level though. That's the that's the thing. Is he the store manager? No. Assistant manager? No. No. Is he? He's shift, just a guy changing shift, a role. Shift supervisor. There you go. Uh, that was a term they used to use. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Harper, did you used to work at a Firestone? I used to work at Jiffy Lube. Okay. We knew that about him, but uh, I don't think shift, this guy's shift a leader? shift supervisor, man. I think yeah. he's. I think he's down there pulling the fucking plug on the oil and filling that bitch up and getting no, scolded gotta, by hot oil. Gotta, got to be doing something that has enough responsibility to pull him away from parenting but not enough to provide like a good life Hopper, tell us what it's like to change hot oil it sucks man you fucking burn yourself and these assholes they'll like come in from driving around all fucking day and then you change it it's it's fucking literally smoking coming out and it's going all over your fucking hands burning Oh, man. I've heard you're supposed to come in after driving around a little bit so that it's easier to like drain out and stuff. No, it's fucking hot, bro. It's you get steaming you, hot for, oil coming out for you. But if I get all my oil out of my car, what do I care? What the fuck? <laughs> right. I'm the uh, customer here. All right. So can we keep going, Doc? We're never going to finish in the time you told me to earlier. Let's, uh, let's go ahead. All right. So any other thoughts on Rotunda and Sullivan, Doc? I think I got Harper thoughts. Did you tell us what you thought? I did. Okay, good. Uh, Rick Steiner does defeat Tony Suber. Uh, the Florida champ, Rick Steiner, that is. He's still lugging around yeah. that goddamn belt for what it's worth, just so everybody knows. Uh, he's still got that thing. Uh, Doc, any thoughts on Steiner and Tony Suber? 
no. Tony's Tony Stuber is like, oh, fuck, I didn't know this was a work. Because it's almost like he didn't want to work with him. Well, he won a few months ago. Maybe he's feeling strong about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that might, I don't know. It's He did win that match, like, out of the blue against, I can't remember who it was. It just was very much a surprise. They threw it in there. He won. And that was it. And he hasn't won since then. He's been doing nothing but jobs. Uh, with that said, Hopper, anything else from Suber and Steiner? Nah. Let's go to Ric Flair, who's got something to say. And we never skip a Ric Flair promo, so here it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the man that rules the wrestling world, the king, the world heavyweight champion, Ric Flair. Rick, Lex Luger, the awesome power that he has, but that mental game you're playing with him, is it going to work? Well, I don't look at it as being a mental game, David Crockett, when you are considered to be the very best in what we know to be as the greatest sport in the world, that a guy like Lex Luger, regardless of all that awesome physical ability, Luger, you're not the first giant to stumble and fall. There's been Nikita Koloff, there's been the Road Warriors, and indeed you might be the most perfect athlete that the good Lord ever put on the face of this earth. But pal, to face Ric Flair, to face Arn Anderson, to face Tony Blanchard, to face Barry Windham, to try and counter the genius of a James J. Dillon just tells me, Luger, that you're playing against a stacked deck. Look at reality. Look at reality. It's talking to you. The bottom line is, for the last four years, we, as a unit, have dominated this sport. We love the money. We love the notoriety. We love the prestige. But in reality, you know what we love best? We like everybody that follows this sport to sit back after they watch this program or after they drive home from an arena and face reality themselves because of they've seen Ric Flair, Anderson Blanchard, Barry Windham. They have seen the very best that this sport has to offer. And Luger, regardless of how much support the public brings your way. The bottom line is you and Sting, Nikita, your highness himself, Sir Dusty Rhodes, and the Road Warriors have got to get in that ring and they've got to perform at a level that we perform at each and every day of our lives. Pal, <laughs> that's no easy chore because we like what we're doing. We like being the best. We love the ladies. We love the fast life. And we love walking out of the best hotels in the world and having some skycap go, whoo, whoo, it's the horse man. Woo! All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, Doc, before I ask you about the promo, uh, I, I want to ask you one thing. Does... Do you believe, how hard is it to, and we've talked about this a million times, how hard is it to believe still to this day 
that that man right there, Arn Anderson, right here in this picture, is still a few days before turning 30 years old right there. Damn. It's, it's the most unbelievable thing you could have told me. And, and I only brought it up because we haven't talked about it for a while, and I just kind of a reminder. He is going to be 30 years old on September the 20th of 1988. So he is a month from this airing of being... 30 years old. So he is still 29 right here. That is amazing. Because how old does he look, Harper? He don't look... He he, he looks like a fucking... 38. A dad. Yeah, yeah. In his early, mid-30s, like some dad. You know, he's got kids at the house. He's married and... He's got a 13-year-old kid, 14-year-old boy. He walks around shirtless, beating him up every once in a while. Right. Just showing me he still got it. Yeah, they got the basketball goal in, in the driveway, and he pulls up and he says, get your bike out the fucking driveway. I can't pull up and shit like that. <laughs> and then he spine busters his kid on this side. Yeah. He is. And then he's like, I didn't serve Thursday. fucking two tours in Vietnam to come home to this fucking shit. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, God. I just had to point that out. It is amazing that he is still not even 30 years old, and we are in 1988. Amazing. Hopper, what did you think about Flair's promo? It, I mean, it's Flair. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. I want, good. I want to point something out here. Is cause uh, first of all, we got, for the first time in a while, we got some subdued Flair at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he didn't cut an all-timer but there's a couple of things here one the line i always like is you got to come you got to walk the aisle and be your best and we're that good every day and and that that's easy to back up with all the gold they're holding but also man we watch this week after week now but i didn't get to see it week after week back then you see like once every month if i was lucky you know how yeah, happy I, I would Especially by this point, I was missing it a lot. Um, yeah, I, was yeah, I was seeing it a lot more. Yeah, I didn't see any of this, man, because so, I wasn't. So, I didn't so have cable. Do, so, do you know how awesome it would have been to see those four guys standing? How big time it would have been to see those four guys standing there cutting that promo in 1988? And I think we lose sight of that sometimes because you can see anything all the time, and it's about to be gone from the show better enjoy it yes yeah because you can say that after Oli leaves it's never the same but it's about to never be the same yeah yeah it's 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 about to never be the same and you see that one right there run that back he missed that move yeah yeah, the, yeah they had a lot of shitty jobbers in this shit they, they did they had a lot of... dude, that fucking headlock takeover how he goes up like no 49, one does that. 49-48. He was on that move right there. No, Doc, let's finish what you were talking about, and then I'll show this real quick. What you're talking about is right. It's about to take a turn, and it's never going to be like it was because when Aaron leaves, it's just totally different. Now, he comes back, obviously, but you, what I know what you mean. At this point, it's like a total change because Aaron leaves. So I'm right there with you. I mean, it's oh. it's different. But you're right. For that moment, you see all four horsemen right there. It's about to change for good or for the, for the near future drastically, and it's going to change. So, all right. Now, you're talking about Brad Armstrong. I don't even have the guy's name that he's in here wrestling. But basically, 
the guy shoots Brad off and and he goes to hip toss Brad and I I think I think Brad was I think uh, he's supposed to block it. Um when he he drops down, Brad comes yeah. off. Brad is supposed right. to block it and that guy should stay up and Brad is going to hip toss him, but the guy just crumbles when he when he misses it. Yeah. Now that headlock takeover was good, Harper. That looked good. Yeah. Um, any thoughts on any other thoughts on Flair though, Doc? No. All right, all right. So Brad Armstrong again. I don't even have the guy's name. He defeats him. Then we got the Sheep Herders. Uh, it's typical Sheep Herders promo. It's good. They're wild. They're crazy. They all want the straps. You know, they 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 want to beat some guys. I you know I swear they send them out there to do these promos so people won't forget about them. But they're they're just not doing anything with them. So it's kind of depressing in its own way but it is what it is and that's all i can say doc do you have any thoughts on the sheep herders promo still like still like them wish they did more with them hopper no i mean well the only thing is they they were kind of uh talking, talking about the midnight which was kind of different it was the thing is they just Every now and then they just roll them out here for a match and then they cut a promo. But other than that, if you think about it, they're not involved in like the angles for the belts, yeah. the feuds. It's and it's a shame because you got you got two tag titles, so you got plenty of tag belts to go around. But they're just letting them flounder. It's just it's just weird when you rewatch this back all these years. Yeah, Cornette and the Midnight Express are up next, and they defeat Big Bear Collie and the Black Shadow. Corny is a heel. At the beginning, hold on. Let me try to find the beginning. Well, of he's match. a big okay, but he so are his team. They wrestle like heels too, Bruh, He fucking the guy, the black kid taking the ring gear from them and the jackets. He takes yes. it, and Corny throws a goddamn tip at him. He throws it. Oh, that's what he was doing. Yeah, he threw it at him. Poor freaking kid. Hey, anyway, at least he got paid. Yeah, at least he, he got something. That's they got foul, a free fucking horseman jacket. That's yeah. fine. That's Look what, uh, well, Eaton was hilarious at the beginning too. Oh, with the okay, you want to describe what you're talking about? Because then I got a well. Once we get there, because I think we also get a wiggle here. Mm. Oh, we get some wiggling. Uh, corny after the tip, it, it, which is foul. Bobby does some foul stuff. He turns the guy's mask around. Oh, look at head. him. He's over there. Look at him. He standard scouted something out over there. Is that one wearing a white? No, it wouldn't hurt. Look, look, look at this kid. Okay, so the kid takes the belts and the ring gear and Bobby's jacket and watch Corny. Look him going in his pocket, throws it at him. Here, yeah, boy. He throws. Yeah. Bruh, that's some dirty shit. Now watch Bobby. He's offering to shake uh, his hand. Big Bear Collie looks around and then boots him in the gut. Nice. Assholes. messed up, bro. How how are they turning baby face though? It is smart right. here. No, Harper. That was awesome, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, it was. We lift his arm up. Hey, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play some audio here from Corny. Well, and, and the other thing is. How do you how do you have a mask that'll move like that without it moving like that all the time? Because <laughs> it's a piece of shit mask. It, he, it's not it's not a lace up, so it's really won't yeah. stay in place. It's a crappy mask. But I'm gonna play the audio. the The patrons out there will be able to see this. What we're about to see, and then him messing with the mask, and then 
I just got to play it because of something that Cornette says, and I want to get Doc's thoughts after, and Hopper's, of course, of what Cornette is about to say here. Here it is. And believe me, around here you see a lot of them, but I tell you something, United States Tag Team Champions of Midnight Express in action in the ring. Who's this guy? The red shadow, black shadow, blue shadow, look at him. He ain't exactly color coordinated, is he? He don't know what his name is, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> look at that. Well, that's the best side of him. That's his best side. Can't even see out the rear view mirror this way. The back of his head looks even better than the front of it. Of course, there ain't too much difference to begin with. Now, here it comes. Can you not How many fingers? How many fingers, How many fingers am I holding up? How many fingers? How many fingers am I holding up, fella? Yeah, he's right. He got it. I didn't even think he could count to three. You know something? The Midnight Express is on a quest here. Yeah, see, he's being sportsmanlike. He's being sportsmanlike. He's the one that did it. Yeah, right. Get oh, now, I wouldn't advise that, fella. Now, don't break the podium. They've warned us about that. We'll have to pay for it. Again. Get the uh, red, green, blue, black shadow on in the ring now. I can see Big Bear Collie has recovered to the point where he may be able to find his way home by himself. The Midnight Express is on a quest for the World Tag Team Championship. Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson, James J. Dillon. They have got a lot to watch for from the Midnight Express and Jim Cornette in the coming weeks. And I'm going to say, you know, my mother, I was talking to her last week, and she got on me for all the bad things I've been saying about James J. Dillon because she always taught me when I was just a youngster, respect your elders. And believe me, James J. Dillon is about as elderly as I've ever seen a man that was still walking the face of this earth. So, J.J., I want you to know I don't mean to say anything bad about you, especially about your age. I know you're delicate. Did you know when he was in school they didn't have history? Do you realize that? Well, J.J., I just want you to know I apologize for all the bad things I said about you and Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. I want to apologize for some of the bad things I've been saying about them, too, because, you know, Arn Anderson was making a comment last week that when he used to ride around in the car with beautiful Bobby and Charlotte, a lot of people thought that he was with an ugly woman. Well, he's been seen with so many ugly women on the streets of Charlotte, it was a natural assumption. But as a matter of fact, when he was riding in the car with beautiful Bobby, it was usually Bobby driving because Arn Anderson was slobbering drunk and Bobby was taking him home because he can't hold his liquor to pour him into his bed at about 4 in the morning as a personal favor to the poor thing. All right, Bobby eating now. Going over here. He's going for a chair. Going for a chair. Well, this this. All right. He's going to offer the man a seat. Well, that's all the polite of him. Oh. Clothesline right out of the chair. Well, I, we've talked about taking somebody out of their boots, but I have never seen somebody get clotheslined out of the chair before. I must have wrote down the wrong timestamp because I'm not hearing it. But he's ta he he talks about um uh he's got he's got jokes about arm being drunk and then you know they turn the mask yeah, around. Yeah, I and... thought we left the families out of it, and he now sounds like a drunk. That's bad, right? Yeah, you want to tell the people what you're talking about? Well, if we're mad about Kevin Nash doing it, why aren't we mad about Corny doing it? You want to explain what you're talking about? Nope. Okay, so you're you're not giving people clues that Arn Anderson hey, got hey, mad when I Nash think did our it. List, I think our listeners know what I'm talking about. That's yeah, I mean, they know what they're talking about. Come okay. on, bro. Um, he does go on to say something about Tully and Arn. He says they don't get any women. It's been so long since they had a woman that they don't even know where the lumps are supposed to go. Oh, corny. God damn. He just doesn't care. He just yeah, lays it in. I thought they turned baby face. What happened? Well, <laughs> apparently not so much, even though I guess, yes. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. So anyway, Doc, any other thoughts on this match before we keep going to Corny's official promo here? You know, the official promo has some stuff in it, too, I think. Yes, it does. Uh, so let's go to it. 
Uh, here it is. Yeah, can you believe that? The number two team in the world. That's right, what the challengers for the world tag team title. You know, it takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of ability to have something like that championship belt. And there's only one thing better, and that's the world tag team title belt. Those two guys right there, you can take all their wrestling ability and stick it up a fleas rear end and rattle around like a BB in a boxcar. But Tully Blanchard, Darn Anderson, I want you to remember, when you get in the ring with the Midnight Express, they're tag team specialists, brother. It's like taking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Babe Ruth and putting them on the field with the Dallas Cowboys, brother. Because they may be great athletes, but they're out of their classification. They're out of their specialization. And, brother, the Midnight Express is the greatest tag team that ever walked the face of this earth. And, J.J. Dillon, as far as you're concerned, you're a senile old goat. You've had a facelift so many times, you've got nipples on your chin. And you're nothing compared to me, brother. And speaking of nothing... I want you to take a look at these belts. I want you to remember something. When the Midnight Express beat the Rock and Roll Express for the World Tag Team title, they were nothing to us. Barry Windham and Roddy Garvin were nothing to us when we beat them right in that ring to win these the first time over a year ago. The Road Warriors were nothing to us when we beat them in the 87 Crockett Cup. The Fantastics were nothing to us when we beat them for these the last time. And Tully Blanchard and Anderson, you're going to be nothing to us. When we beat you for the World Tag Team title, there's nobody in wrestling means anything to us except us. So you remember that and you remember one other thing. I hate the Four Horsemen's guts to begin with, and I'm going to be anxious to take you down a peg or two. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the Midnight Express with Jim Cornette. United States Heavyweight Champions. Listen, will they... Doc, your thoughts on Corny right there? He was good, but Stan Lane was popping the hell out of me with the because Corny popped him, and then he started straightening papers, which was funny because he had, he seemed proud of himself. Yeah, they were messing with Crockett bad. Did you notice that, Harper? Yeah, I was focusing on them more than I was with uh, focusing on on Jim. Dude, they they were messing with with the paper like they used to do Shivani. They're messing with the papers on the podium. They're passing the tennis racket and the belt back and forth, and Stan's looking down at the paper, looking over at Bobby. They're just freaking their kids, man. They're just being silly, and <laughs> it's amazing, man. It's, oh, God. These were the days. Here's the thing. They were awesome from the minute they walked out until the minute they walked back in. I just don't understand why they're, I mean, they're great heels, but we turned you babyface. I mean, Did the they? people are. I don't know, man. The people, well, they kind of. I mean, they didn't really turn them babyface. Yeah. But you're. They kind of are by de facto. By de facto, becoming babies because it wasn't like a black and white turn. It was just kind of a you know subtle type thing. But to me, they why are babyfaces. Why is everything always about race with you? To me, it was. A, to me, it was kind of a turn. It just wasn't clear as day. Yeah. It was. We'll keep going. Mike Rotunda defeats Rick Allen. I've got nothing from it. Hopper, to you? No. No. Doc, you? No? Good. No, no. Nikita defeats Russ Tyler. Nikita looks a little better with the hair trimmed down. That's my only note. Doc, any thoughts? No. no, no. Uh, did you have anything, Doc, from Nikita's promo where he... Bruh, I didn't understand a word of it. I'm done. Yeah. I can't, I can't do it anymore. He sounds like a drunk Russian. The first... <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. The first five seconds of it are, were... Are, when I decided I was done with it. Okay, so I'm only going to play that because I literally was like, 
what did he say? And I rewound it. And then I was like, nah, I can't do this. Here it is. It's seen become easier for this man, but I know it's been a lot of hard work to get where you are right now. A lot of hard work, Rakita. But there's so much to talk about, Tony. Let's roll up. What did he say for the first five seconds? I mean, what the hell he was got, that? He got to there's so much to talk about, but... <laughs> um, he does decide to mention Dusty and his feud with Al Perez somewhere in there. That's all I had. But Harper, did you have anything from it? No. Harper's <laughs> getting frustrated with Nikita. Let's keep going. <laughs> the Sheepherders defeat Brad Holiday and Britt Holiday. Harper, anything from that? Let's see which one was it? Oh, the, the sheep. No, no, no. The sheep herders. No. I don't have anything either. Uh -uh. Doc, did you have anything? No. Let's go to JJ Arn and Tully here, though. Arn Anderson needs to open up a church and start preaching and passing around a collection plate. That's all I'm gonna say. And let's go to the promo. Did not express, and obviously, as I mentioned, that is a great confrontation. Yeah. But there are teams like the sheep herders that were throwing out the name of the horseman as well. Well, certainly we have to look at the Fantastics. We have to look at teams like Nikita Koloff and Ricky Morton. We have to look at the Fantastics. We have to look at all of them. But right now, the number one contenders are the United States Tag Team Champions. That is the Midnight Express. You know, I had a reporter ask me this morning, your illustrious career, many times uh, you, you were in the ring. When, when was the last time you were hurt? And I said, well, oddly enough, the last time I was hurt was today. I said, really? Well, well who hurt you? I said, well, it kind of a funny kind of way it was Jim Cornette because I laughed so hard at the things he said my side hurt but you see in order for the Midnight Express to become world tag team champions they're going to have to do it in the ring not with jokes one-liners and cute comments and we'll see just how funny it is if Tully Blanchard takes Stan Lane and puts him in the slingshot suplex ha 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 we'll see how funny it is if Arn Anderson grabs Bobby Eaton, the good friend he is, and puts him in the guard buster. Ha, ha, ha. Things are going to change around here. I've about had it with both of them. You know, Jim Ross, you sit out here, you're very astute. You're one of the greatest announcers professional wrestling has ever seen. But you know, you come out here, everybody wants to be the world's tag team champions. This says it all. This is the glory, the money, what everybody does, any professional sport in the world. They want to be the best. They want to win a Super Bowl. They want to win the World Series. They want to be the world's champions in basketball. You want to be the greatest boxer, the greatest this, the greatest anything. That's very understandable. Now, to come out here and try to psychologize us, Jim Cornette, and play mind games with the horsemen, it doesn't work. That's fine, because we don't even care if you come. We're wrestling the Midnight Express. That's Stan Lane and Bobby Eaton. That's who Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard are wrestling. We don't care about you or your racket. J.J. Dillon can take well enough care of you. Let's talk truths. If I can take a little bit of this valuable time, I Listen want to talk up. truths. One truth is the horsemen went into the bashes, 42 of them as the champions. Everybody said the odds of them coming out champions, astronomical proof in the pudding. Another truth is, Midnight Express, you are the United States champions, and I came out here and spent more valuable interview time saying how cute, what a womanizer Stan Lane was, how much I loved Bob Eaton. More wasted time. The only truth that matters, you don't take fiction, you take one fact. The fact is, the four horsemen dominate wrestling. 
Bobby Eaton, you do some spectacular stuff. Who cares? Wars are won and lost in the trenches. Stan Lane, I've never had a love for you anyway. So the bottom line is, when we go into this, if you want to make it a war, we'll make it a war. Want to make it a wrestling match? We'll make it a wrestling match. Jim Cornette, you are not a variable in any of this. You stand out there with your racket. You talk to your mama. Your mama's not a variable. You talk about backing, financial backing, money, clout. We got it all. We make this sport go around. You want to make this a comedy store? You do it on your own time. We don't joke. We don't laugh. When you're talking about Mercedes-Benz, you're talking about big houses, you're talking about flying women all over the country, first class, that's the way we practice. The bottom line is, we are the class of this sport, and we didn't get it by making a lot of wisecracks. You want to win these, you got to beat us, and that's a task none of them done. Sting, Rose, Nikita Koloff, Rock and Roll Express, any of them, they've all come up short because you try to take what we've got will destroy any man that tries to take our meal you know, ticket. You know, guys, I think you go back to that original meeting at ringside in Columbus, Georgia, when Stan Lane said, we want some of those big paydays. Well, big man, the only way you get big paydays in this business today is wrestle the horsemen. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, they are the number one team in wrestling. What a collision. Number one versus number two. And we've got more action right here in the Superstation after this. Where's the collection plate? Where do I put the money at, Doc? Mm. It's a fucking tagline, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we should have just ended it right there. Doc, do you want to go around and tell us what you loved about Arn right there? We ain't running a comedy store. You're not a variable in this. Yeah. I mean, how many times you see somebody cut corny down with legitimate precision you don't generally right which that is why Arn said if they would have never left they would have got a, a good year or more worth of tv out of this feud absolutely and i mean he takes off the glasses all i'm thinking about is you know you talked about earlier he's somebody's dad can you imagine that, that dad lighting into your ass when you're a 13-year-old punk kid messing up. Fuck. Can you imagine that, Harper? Oh, God. You forgot yeah. the most... You, you, he was at work all day at his fucking back-breaking job. You were supposed to cut the grass, and you were too busy fucking playing Nintendo to do it. He came home, cracked open, and took off his shirt, was walking around shirtless with his gold necklace, and had a beer open, and found you. And let me remind <laughs> you, Arn... You, I, and I you were they, and you were taking a you were taking an evening nap because you were tuckered out from your day of playing video games instead of doing what he told you to do. Oh my God, he'd have beat the shit out you. Yeah. After the promo, and then you would get a promo cut on you after the ass whooping too. Let me remind you, Arn doesn't look like a tall dude, and he's not real, real tall. But I think he's a good six feet. So yeah, like he's, about six he, feet. Yeah, he's not a. You know, he's not like a, a short guy, a tall guy, but he's stocky and he would scare the shit out of you. Let's just say that if if he pulled up and he was pissed off and he pulled up in his pickup truck and was like, why is this damn bike in my yard? Yeah, I can only imagine, Doc, what you're talking about here. But he, he, he's like, when he started that Let's Talk Truths, the horseman went into 42 bashes as champions and came out champs. And then he kind of knocks on the belt. I was like, 
God damn. And then he says, everyone said the odds were astronomical, but we did it. Like, where's the lie? That's why I said, dude, just start passing around a collection plate. Because people would be dropping money in it listening to you. Holy shit. But he, but he also, it's the subtle things like, I'm going to take some of this valuable time. He's getting time over on the program, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, just the act that we get to be out here is important. Everything's important. Amen. Uh, Harper, your thoughts on Arn right there? I mean, this is perfect. Mm. I mean, what can you say? It was perfect. That's right. The only thing you can say is, I don't know if you can do it much better than that. No. There's really let's no... Up, I mean, Let's go up know. north and... Breed the brain busters. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. As you saw, if you're watching on our Patreon video at tinyurl.com slash PatreonBTT, uh, we had Barry Windham defeat Lee Ramsey. And then we got one more promo. Doc, do you have notes from this? Are we playing it? What are we doing here? It's very short. It's it uh, so JJ short. and Barry. It was so short they didn't say anything. Yeah, they, they go off air. It's... it's um. That's that. There's no reason to play anything else. You you end with Arn here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Arn was something else. So, um, all right. Before we uh, we got to give out the government not government cheese. We got to give out the Rolex, which is going to be easy, and we got to rate this show. But before we do that, I want to tell you about our latest sponsor. Actually, I'm just fucking with you. We don't do that. I was listening to an old Jericho show today, and I heard him do that. He was like, I want to hear more about such and such. Uh, before we do that, let me tell you about these dick pills. And I was like, oh, okay. Anyway, no, seriously, uh, I'm not going to try to sell you anything. I'm just going to ask you to please use our Amazon referral link at tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Great way to support this show without spending anything extra. We get a little bit of small kickback in return, so please use that link. Look, you've got a few more days before Christmas right now. So if you're shopping and on Amazon, tinyurl.com slash Amazon. All right, Doc. I'm going to give out my Rolex. I'm giving it to Arn. I will be shocked if neither of you give it to Arn. So, Harper, I'm sorry, Doc, you first. Who are you giving yours to? Double A, what's causing all this? Yeah, it's got to be, huh? I, I would the, question anyone who would give it to anyone else after watching this episode. Unless yes. it was Brittany over there dancing to Papa Don't Preach and losing her dress. I'd I'm in getting... love with him. Well, unless you gave it to Stan Lane who got... Britney's phone number and was banging her in the back after after the match uh, on one of the desk of the, the TBS employees, uh, you know, over there at Techwood Drive. I mean, I guess you could maybe give it to Stan for what he did after the show, but if we're talking doing the show, it was definitely Arn. Rate it, Doc. What do you think you're going to give it? This is complicated because there were long stretches of this show that I got kind of bored watching it. But then there was some really good stuff, and God Almighty, I forgot how long eighty-six minutes is. <laughs> um, yikes! Um, but you know, I was pretty hard on on the show last week, and I, this was much better, much better. I'm gonna go B plus. Fair enough, Harper. What you gonna give it? I'll give it a B. Uh, I, I'm gonna give it a B plus, like Doc. I, I thought there there were certainly some moments. Nikita's promo. Ugh. Um, just and just because be and just because we say we don't have anything from the match didn't mean I hated watching it. Like I liked watching the sheep herders whoop it, beat it down. It's just they're not going anywhere with this for us to be able to have anything interesting to talk about, and they didn't miss any moves. So what do you, or what do you want me to say? Yeah, I agree with you. So 
I'm 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 B plus with you as well. Just we had some moments here where it kind of tailed off, but you know what the way Arn closed it out, and then we had some good stuff there from Corny. It's easily a B plus. Really good show. Now, I mean, now I, I I do have a question. Uh oh. Is Ronnie Garvin gone? I was thinking the same thing. I Where think I think I think. Been? Yeah, I think Harper. I think he's gone by now. Oh. I didn't even I didn't Google it because. I don't remember exactly, but I think he's gone. Is Jimmy Garvin gone? Yeah. No. Jim Jim isn't gone yet. Okay. He's still around. All right. So, all right. Um, okay. Uh, like I said, if you're not a patron, become one. Earlier I was talking about it. We actually just cut a really fun patron episode before we did this episode where we covered the Power Maker 2 commercial that airs in late Smoky Mountain. As Hopper said, it was a snake oil supplement that they were selling. And I just want to say it was probably 25 minutes of gold that we cut reviewing that two-minute commercial, minute-and-a-half commercial, or minute commercial that aired on Smoky Mountain Television where the Wolfman was the goddamn sponsor athlete for Power Maker 2. If that doesn't make you want to listen to that, I don't know what will. <laughs> tiny tinyurl.com slash patreon btt that's tinyurl.com slash patreon btt if you're a patron we appreciate it thank you very much but if you want to become one that's where you do so at to get access to 200 plus patreon exclusive episodes video reviews world class shows ecw shows all that good stuff is up on patreon all right uh i think that's all i got i want to remind everyone uh to go to Wildcat Sports, go to wildcatsports.com or, or search Wildcat on Facebook and go to the Christmas show that Hopper will be at with his belts that uh, have his jizz on it. Oh, I'm sorry. No, they mm. don't, right? You're going to no. get them clean before the show, mm. Hopper? Come on. What? Grow up? What you going to tell me? Yeah, grow up. Right. Take him down to the car wash. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, go to go to, go to to Wildcat Sports, December 25th, Christmas show, Kenner, Louisiana, uh, Butch Dewey Jim or Keith Butch Dewey Jim. I can't remember which one it is. Butch Dewey. What? What is it, Hopper? Google it. I don't fucking know. There you wow. go. The yeah. fucking super dome. I don't know. <laughs> That's more useful than most wrestling posters I see these days. Yeah. But, the same. but it's easy. If you want to know, wildcatsports.com or just search Wildcat Sports on Facebook and you can get all the information for the card there that MVP will be at. That's all we have. Doc, anything else before I get Hopper to hit that tagline? Merry Christmas, Dogaholics. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Go bust some guts out. Just go do something good. But more importantly, it's the holidays. If you're not treating people right on any other time of year, do it now. Treat people good. And be nice yeah, to people. That's mm. so not Classy. Mm. It's very, very classy. So, Hopper, uh, hit the tagline and get us out of here. Book it, bitch.
Before we get out of here, I want to say thank you to all of our patrons out there for supporting this show and making this show possible twice per week, every single week with the Smoky Mountain shows and the NWA shows. And um, I mean, look, I know you get extra shows, but ultimately, when you are a patron for us and support us on Patreon, we thank you because it does help the eight free shows as well. So I know we do extra stuff, but with that said, patrons out there such as yourself, thank you for for being patrons. And if you're not one, remember, become one at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Over 200 plus episodes are available on Patreon for you to enjoy and listen to you. Listen to extra stuff that we've done, wrestling stuff, non-wrestling stuff. And when I say non-wrestling stuff, it's nothing political or social things in the world. It's just Harper, Doc, and I having tons of fun talking about just utter stupidity uh, for entire episodes. So that's that's what you have to look forward to. There's a lot there. The Dallas Cowboys ring rat house. Harper talking about the worst places to take a dump. So much stuff that's available on Patreon. Now, I also want to say a special shout out to our, our Hall of Fame Patreon members. Don Dippinett, uh, Lee Russell, MDQ for Life, George Davis, Kevin Carter, Michael Angel, Bob Richards, Rocky Swayzo, Christopher Champer, Will Harkey, Robbie Dyson, Rick Beebe, Brad Duneifen, Tom Schlegel, Coach Joey Chase, a.k.a. Willie Chase, Steve Malbasa, LaRon Brown, Kenny Byersdorf, Glenn Abbott at GA Russell Nut on Twitter, Bobby Murray, Marlon Mueller at, at Half Points Point on Twitter. Keep cutting those promos, kid! You're the man, Marlon. Thank you, man. I appreciate your support. Long time. Josh Warren, you too, longtime supporter. Everett Starr, Mike Childry, Kyle Riley, disrespectfully classy Marky Blassie, Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, the great John Dean at YRC21 on Twitter, Josh Dunn, Ryan and Auburn, good old Justin Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Morecci, the BTT Research Department, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Chris Myers, Gerald Green, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Pru from the Bottom Line cast. Make sure y'all check that show out. Him and JV do a great job. And Mike Pru is also uh, a co-host on the ECW Extreme Live cast on our Patreon feed. Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, David DeVries, SV Padgham, Bill Sousa, Big Rich at Spyboy Sports Cap, Ari Miller 39, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinosa, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andrade, Cole Mini 22, Marty Howell, T Hog 94, God Bold Unreal. Thank you for all of your support. And lastly, like always, thank you to everyone. Uh, oh, I can't forget. Check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Pru and JV. They have a podcast series where they're getting close to the end, but they've chronicled the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin month by month and on a weekly basis. It's a really good show. They basically just go through Stone Cold's entire career. I say entire career. It's mostly his WWF stuff, but Mike and JV also do the ECW show uh, on our Patreon feed and that show they do on their free feed. Uh, just search the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast on or go on to Twitter at Bottom Line Cast and you can find them. Thank you everyone for all of your support. That's it. We're going to get out of here. You know what Harper always says when you get out of here. When we get out of here, book it, bitch. <laughs>